0: coach ben here and welcome to the Benchcast. and we are here today with our guest king
1: Leo. what's How's up that fellas for an intro
2: who just hopped on
0: instagram he just got on instagram where can we find you on instagram king uh electric works Electric works. I'm not. Without there's the some o. letters cut down on there, but
1: yep. Electric works without the O. We'll spell
2: it out for you at the end of the podcast.
0: Yep. We'll try to spell it out. I think we we hacked uh, Forever Young a little bit. Yep. But <laughs> it happens. All right. So we are on the Benchcast. If you can't see us on on YouTube, well, this is filming for YouTube right now. But we have uh, coffee flight out. All right. We are sampling Elvis's new um, business thing here. He's got cold brew coffee. And it's damn good. So, you got a business name or what? What's going we on? We are.
2: We're working on it. You see, the issue is fighting all these uh, craft breweries for names. That's the real big oh, thing we got going.
0: Yeah, lots of craft breweries popping up. I'm a fan. But we got the uh, cold brew coffee. What are we sampling today here? I was
2: so, first one over here is pecan tart. Pecan tart.
0: We one in the back mixed in.
2: is some blueberry cobbler.
0: Blueberry, Looking cobweb. forward to the blueberry. Ours is straight. So which one? We taking pecan first? Just pecan first. The king. The king's verdict is the true verdict. I like it to smells smell good, it. Yep. I can smell the pecan. I already prepared, man. I'm good to go. How do you make these?
1: Just brewing Goldberg. I gotta see which one's my favorite. Mm. That's some nice stuff. they will give you a kick.
2: Oh, yeah. The pecan tarts in early morning coffee, really bold, really gets you up in the morning. This is great. Caffeine content has to be high for me to like it,
0: because that's what I'm after.
2: Next up is blueberry cobb- cobbler, nice and mellow. Oh, this okay. is nice.
0: Mmm. I can taste the blueberry. I think yep. I'm a
2: pecan fan,
0: but I like the blueberries.
2: I think you just need the caffeine content.
0: Mm. I mean, if you give me the caffeine, either way, you can't go wrong. <laughs> These are good. I was, when are these available?
2: Oh, it's, we're all sold out, actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is a final taste. Things are kicking off. Things, Things are
1: balling. That's awesome. All right. That's some good stuff, man. Thank you. So we are here with the
0: king. Mm. Which one was your favorite king?
1: Um, I'm a blueberry fan, man. So blueberry all the way for I'm me. Blueberry? Yeah. All right. So while we, uh, I'm sure
0: everyone is wondering why the hell you're King Leo. <laughs> so what's the background
1: on why you're the king well walked into the gym and that was the nickname that you guys gave me that i day. just gave it to you just gave it to me
0: and just for reference to at the gym there's only three kings king alec king jose and king leo and i'm correct. not sure what inspired me to call you king that day but no it was it meant stuck. to be. yep it's meant to be so here we are with king leo we're fortunate enough to have him on the bench cast today. We got a lot of good things to talk about. Why don't we start with uh, your background in lifting. When did you, uh, you know, like where did you start in lifting and then when did you actually turn over to what you do now in powerlifting?
1: Well, um, after getting married, I kind of left the gym, got fat. <laughs>
0: Which happens, uh, Which happens, happens to all of us once we get married, yeah, you know, you we, get we, all we that we, home us.
1: cooking. When are we? Uh, what are we talking like for for uh, timeline here? Um, so let's see. Probably about uh, I would say about ten years ago, I started really and getting back into now? lifting. Forty three. Forty. So about when you were
0: thirty, low thirty, something like that. Mid thirties. Mid thirties. Yeah, about like.
1: mid thirties. Um, I was about two hundred and fifty pounds, big okay. beer belly.
0: You were a big guy, yeah, yeah,
1: and uh, it just felt unhealthy, man. You know, got up, it's hard to get up, walk around, got a manual job, so um, yeah, absolutely out of breath all the time, always. Oh, man, yeah, you know, and it's it's hard when you have a manual job, walking up and down ladders and so forth. Do you, uh, did you have any prior experience with lifting before that? Is that um, every after with friends or play sports, through high school, I ran track, I played football, I played lacrosse. Pretty active there. Um, yeah. Huh? And then um once I graduated, uh, I worked at a gym for a little bit. Um, I was like hundred and eighty pounds when I graduated. As <laughs> we <That's laughs> so can imagine that. That's pretty, like, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, King Leo. Um, not the beefiest guy in the world, but he's a tall guy and he packs a lot of muscle onto his frame. So we're not looking at like some some giant like beehorn type type no. of dude that we all know here. Um he, he's, he's got good muscle on his frame, though, so it's very surprising to think of him as a 180-pounder. Yeah. That, that's a long time ago.
1: Yeah, 180, so I'm two uh, twenty I'm 220, 225 right now. 225. Yeah. So he gained a good
0: 40 pounds or so in the meantime. Yeah. So when did you, so you said got married, kind of put on some weight there. Yep. Like, what you get up to? What'd you, what'd you top uh, out at? Top was, like, 250,
1: 255. 250, so
0: yeah. about 20 more than you are now, yeah. something like that. Yep. But
1: uh, it was a lot of beer weight. You yeah, know, I used to drink a lot. So.
0: So now you you shaved off most of the fat, added a yeah. lot of muscle. That's kind of where we're at right now, right? Yep.
1: I started at uh, Big Box Gym, um, you know, where most people lift. La so Fitness. Type La fitness. Yep. Exactly was the where gym. I was. One of those gyms. Yep. There
0: there's actually um, back home good La Fitness near me, two stories, basketball hall of fames right there. Uh, had some good lifts down there, but I, I love that spot because you got the Hall of Fame, got an ice cream place, you got a bar, you can hit the bar after, actually a bar right on the LA Fitness. Hit the gym and then really hit the nice, bar after. Yeah, really yeah, nice <laughs> LA Fitness. Well, that's how the gym uh, and we're at right now, uh, Gagnon Strength set up. We got the brewery right next door, so.
1: Smell all those hops. Damn. Yep. Yeah. Yeah,
0: when they brew it, it's very interesting. It smells like fried dough. Yeah. And I was always wondering, what the hell is that smell? And I didn't know until I, I, like, talked to some beer people what the hell that smell actually is. They're actually brewing something over there. But they're coming out with beers all the time. But, um, yeah, it had a bar right on the L.A. Fitness, really nice spot. But what were you doing there? Um, You know,
1: I think you did a lot of calisthenics, you said. I was, uh, I actually had a personal trainer. So, uh, basically, for three and a half years, I never lifted a single weight. It was basically internal core strength and Abs and just overall conditioning mm-hmm. to, uh, get yourself back in shape. So would you be able to take us through a typical workout back then for you? Sure, it was, uh, usually about half hour. It was, uh, a lot of bar stuff, pull-ups, um, core work, floor stuff, um, basic, like planks, you know, planks leg and, raises. yeah, leg raises and stuff, um. So you'd start out with core? Yeah, basically most of my routine was core stuff, and then, um, we did some, uh, You know, stuff to get the feet moving and things of that nature. Um, Just for some overall speed and, you know, lengthening of the muscles and so forth and so on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I think we can all benefit from. Core strength, being able to control our bodies better. Something I'm definitely lacking now. and I could feel the effects.
2: When I went to physical therapy way back when I got knee surgery, my physical therapist told me core strength was everything in life and that I had none. (laughs) <laughs>
0: I think they would tell me the same thing.
1: Yeah, core strength, I feel, is, you know, as we graduate into starting to actually lift weights, it's one of the most important things. And even if you're sitting at a desk job, you know, core strength is super important. It kind of keeps your back straight and keeps you from hunching over and so forth.
2: And there's a huge thing with injury prevention and core strength. Yeah, oh, big yeah time. for
1: sure. But What I think is going on, like
0: myself, like most people, a lot of lower back pain issues because everyone's got that anterior pelvic tilt. Sitting down most of the day, we get that tight hip flexor. That thing pulls our pelvis forward. If you got a weak core, nothing really going on here in your midsection, there's nothing to really pull it back into place. Um, There's just a huge off balance, rotated hip, and then everyone's getting that lower back pain. But understandably, because it's getting crunched together, so much extension. So just being able to bring up your core, just by the way the muscles attach into the hips and all that, that's going to pull you more neutral, but we just don't have as much of that nowadays. Everyone's sitting at desk.
2: They're not yeah. training. For those of you who don't know what that looks like, imagine Donald Duck. People walk around with Donald Duck butts. That's yep. true.
0: Popping yep. out. Yep. Yep. Or any Instagram model. Yep. <laughs> that too. But, yeah, that's. I think I got the same thing going on. Granted, I think it does help me with my bench because now I could get the butt down a little bit easier. But definitely if you're trying to be a three-lift player here, not helping you at all in your deadlift. You gotta have that core strength, and you're really interesting, King Leo. Because King Leo, let me tell you, he will grind out some weight. And you think, you see, he take 400, you'd be like, oh, I don't know how much he's got left. And all of a sudden, he's up to 600, moving like the same speed, slow <laughs> as molasses. But he's just got so much core strength. I'm sure you could contribute that to your time at LA Fitness doing all that work.
1: Yeah, yeah. My trainer was really good. That's really what he was focused on until I actually picked up a bar. I mean, when I went there, um, I could barely do a pull-up, you know, maybe five or six push-ups, you know. I was kind of really out of shape. So it really benefited me. But now you'll get your hands on a weight, and man, it it just keeps going.
0: That's it. And you, you had some crazy lifts at the gym. And I'm just like I don't know how the hell he's pulling it out. I remember this one time, you and King Jose were battling it out for the deadlift crown, and it was probably one of my favorite battles at the gym. So it was was a good time. Let me just lay it out for you here. King Jose was by far the favorite to win. Um, King King Leo was definitely the underdog in this event. Um, We were going five rep max that day, highest weight wins. So. Here's King Jose, and he's moving fast. He was looking real good that day. Uh, King Leo, he was looking good too, but again, he's a slower lifter. So he, while he was hanging on to the weight and all that, uh, he was not moving as quickly as King Jose. So in my head, I'm thinking, oh, man, this, this might be close, but I think King Jose's got it today. So we get up. I don't remember the weight. It was like uh, 5.25, something like that.
1: Yeah, round somewhere around that, 5.25, 5.35. Might, 25, been, 5, might 35. have been something like
0: that. Um and I told you, I was like, if you don't hit five, automatically lose into him. That's correct. And, man, King Leo, by rep two, I was like, it's done. It's over. <laughs> I was like, there's no way in hell three more come up. But sure as you know it, one rep at a time, he just kept pulling it out of his ass. I think I saw Jesus come down to take the wheel. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it was and, a good day. Uh, then King Jose, he tries to top him five pounds. That's so the rule. He got a top, and uh, he got two. You got two. Yep, he was moving he fast two. on the first, and all of a sudden, just kind of ended. So, it just shows you the difference in lifters, too, which is really interesting. You have those slower lifters that can really stay with a weight, and then you have those explosive lifters. And when they fail, it's like you don't see it coming. It's just brick wall, it's over.
1: Yeah, I by far am one of the slowest pullers ever. You know, squats, yeah, deadlifts, weight weight. It's even, it's unbelievable. you know, benching, everything is slow. But, you know, the core strength helps with that. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's a big, big strength of yours. So, we talked a little bit about uh, your job there, a manual
1: labor job. You want to go into what you do there? Um, I'm an electrical contractor, so, you know, I own my own business. We wire houses, commercial projects, all kinds of stuff like that. So, you are just going most of the day? Yeah, pretty much. You wake up in the morning. Yeah, we're we're going all day long. Yeah, so,
0: you're, you're... Pretty much lifting at your job as well. I mean, that's, uh, in a sense, yeah. Some
1: some of the stuff we
0: carry is quite heavy. Yep. Yeah. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts because I personally think, and this is debatable. Everyone will tell you something a little bit different. I think having a manual labor job sets you up in a really good position to exceed in strength sports because you were just handling so much volume throughout the day. You're pretty much getting a training effect there. On the flip side, though, there's that that uh, argument. You come into the gym later at night, and you were just tired, kind of pooped out from all the shit from the day. Um, I know everyone kind of goes back and forth on that, but Mm -hmm. typically, manual labor people I see come in already have such a great strength base that if they can just figure out how to play around with their training schedule, they can really take off.
1: What's your thoughts on that? Um, Well... For manual labor I feel like um, we're already stretched out during the day and we have a different kind of a strength than you would normally have uh, as per somebody who just lifts so to speak mm. so you know we definitely have you know some shoulder strength you know the hips and and you know legs are already stretched out from walking and carrying and bending over all day long um, so you're saying good really good general base strength, more like strong men who
0: just are really strong in a lot of different movements, carrying, overhead. Uh, Obviously, power lift is a very fine technique involved in a barbell lift for that capacity. So there's a lot of technique that goes into it, but um, you coming in with a good general base of strength obviously helps. Uh, Whereas someone on the flip side, I might be very proficient uh, in a bench press per se example, but if I go and move a couch... (laughs) Oh my goodness! <laughs> Good luck to me and yeah. everyone else.
1: Yeah, I feel I feel like overall strength, uh, manual labor job is gonna give you the edge over somebody who you know might be sitting in an office or doesn't have that everyday eight hour physical activity, so to speak. I feel
0: bad for everyone sitting in an office. Yeah, that is probably the number one destructive thing you can do to your body. Yeah, I agree. Yep, I agree. I know some people. Work in an office all day, and, and man, I just I feel bad because I know in that scenario, you only get a certain number of breaks. You're just kind of trapped at that chair. Um, there is some things you can do, stretch and whatnot, at your seat, but man, you are really just locked down to that seat, and that's such a bad position to be in. And I remember, uh, I said I was slinging chicken, doing some chicken deliveries, <laughs> and it was just driving all day, just all day driving, and just especially being in a car where you're reaching out with your right foot and your left is kind of tucked away. Uh, I felt really, really twisted and locked up in a real nasty way from that. That was probably my worst. I was getting some serious low back pain.
2: I've never had more issues with my hips than when I had a desk job. You know, yes. Just always locked in that one position. It's brutal. Yes.
0: Yeah. I, I heard somewhere, and I'm sure anyone can echo this, but sitting is... The most destructive thing if you want to be an athlete any type of performance, sport, strength, display. Sitting down is the worst thing you can do. And actually, too, I'm, I'm not sure where I ran across this, but I read somewhere that there's 11 times more force on your spine when you're seated than when you're standing. Because obviously now you're not engaging those core muscles. Yeah, the core just now. turns off when you're yep. sitting
2: with that back support.
0: Yeah, yep. glutes dormant abs aren't doing nothing to hold you, and you are just taking a big brunt load onto your back, under your spine. So a really destructive position
1: to be yeah, in. Yeah, everybody hunches over when they sit. Yep. You know, we should all invest in the butterfly. Oh, <laughs> no. uh, bow tie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Bow tie.
0: Yeah. yeah, let's talk about the bow tie. I love that product. That thing, and for those that don't know, I demo at every bench clinic. Uh, I think it's really valuable during the warm-up phase. I demo it, but the bow tie made by Donnie Thompson. Uh, he's a real creative inventor of strength equipment and whatnot. But um, not many people know he was also the Multiply world record holder for a while. Three thousand pounds is pretty impressive. Yeah. That's and he had like a twelve hundred something pound squat. Pretty damn good. But he invented the the bow tie, and what that is essentially, it's just. Uh, the free version, is, he says, uh, is a knee wrap just kind of tied around your shoulders and it just pulls you back into position. And he made an actual thing, like a sling. You just wear it over your, yep. your shoulders, your upper body, and it just pulls you back in neutral position. So if you're at a desk typing, that thing's pulling you back pretty neutral. And you can feel when you take it off after an hour or so having it on, even less, big stretch in your chest. You
1: feel really loose, really good. Yeah, it forces you to keep that upright position and keep mm-hmm. your shoulders back and forces you to tighten your core a little bit while you're sitting. Yeah, and you can't slouch with
0: that one no. because nope. now you're fighting against yeah, it. Yeah,
1: exactly. So,
0: yeah, definitely um, something to check out, the bow tie.
1: Butterfly as I
0: call it, sorry. <laughs> I think a lot
1: of people call
2: it butterfly. It you're you're not alone in
1: that one. No, no. No, no, no,
0: no. <laughs> well, if you just attach some wings to the back, yeah, that's you get the butterfly on I mean,
2: One thing you could also do is just moving around more, like putting a timer on your phone, just even getting up, resetting your position, getting your brace, and then sitting back down is huge throughout the day.
0: Yeah, I mean, even if you could uh, move around every 15, 30 minutes. Yeah, something. Get up and use the bathroom,
1: go to the water cooler. I don't know if they still have them in offices, but, you know, (laughs) (laughs) just something to, you know, uh, re-engage all the core muscles and Mm -hmm. just... Stretch out the yeah, legs a little bit. Yeah, that's interesting
0: to think about, too, is actually maybe going through something like a plank or something where you're, you're getting that core demand, yeah. not only stretching, but actually something that forces you to, to brace. Um, what I do in the morning, which I feel helps me an enormous amount, because if I don't, then I am in a rough, rough shape, is a simple hip flexor stretch. Really simple, yeah. but you can feel how locked up the front of your hip is when you get up in the morning. And I have to take care of that. You know, I'll be in the office, because uh, we don't we have the, the hard one, so it's not yep. great for your knee. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I go up to the office, you got the rug up there, and I, I just do some simple hip flexor stretches. It takes me like two mm-hmm. minutes, but I get it done. And man, world of difference. Uh, actually, if you go on our YouTube channel, the Big Benches YouTube channel, you'll see a routine called the Core Four. You just search that um, in a stretch to win program. Mm-hmm. It, it includes hip flexors. But if you just do that quick little core four stretch, uh wow, what a huge difference that makes. And it takes like five minutes of your time.
1: So yeah, do you anything, have anything you like to do, King? Any anything to like when you roll out of bed just to you know, just get the nerve receptors firing and just stretch out the little bit of stuff. Even if you worked out the night before is anything simple, even a roll a foam roller, all that stuff is good. I mean At one point, I was just, you know, I'd roll out of bed and just do 50 push-ups. You know, that used to be my thing. Um, I don't have a lot of time right now, but, you know, that really increased and helped. You know, it stretched out the shoulders, stretched, you know, just got the blood flowing in the morning before I hopped in the shower. Yeah, just doing something. Something, anything. Yep.
0: And then if you have something like that, like, I just do this. You know, and then it becomes a routine, a habit, and then you just get it done. Yeah.
2: Yep. Then uh, a good book, if you want to read up on... uh... Damage Sitting Down, trying to prevent it, is Deskbound by uh, Kelly Surrett. That book Uh, is great. It's huge. Mm -hmm.
0: I didn't even know that book was out. Yep. That's interesting. I got um, Supple Leopard. I think everyone has that. Yeah, everyone has that one by now. Everyone has Supple (laughs) Leopard. I think there's a second edition out now, but Supple Leopard 2.
2: Yep, 2.0.
0: Yeah, that's a great book. I was, kind of when I first got into powerlifting and started learning more about mobility and, and what you can do with foam roller lacrosse ball all that supple leopard's a great book to read um, so now I'm gonna read deskbound
2: yeah I wanted to because believe it or so. not
0: um, you know I'm pretty I'm sitting down most of the day you know even as a coach you know a lot of my stuff's online so I'm sitting down uh, at my desk I'm trying to wear the bow tie so I try to stay out of that as well
2: so but, we got got we got a question from Billy g37 all right. What Shoot it. You, what's your guys' opinions on slingshot for benching? Slingshot for benching.
0: Well, if you ask King Leo, I think it'll give you a totally different thing. I'm sure he likes to, to whip it
1: around there. Um, well, the slingshot is, is a great tool for overloading and, and uh, just trying to feel, to alleviate the stress on, on the shoulders and stuff. So for me, it's a really good tool, especially the uh, Titan just came out with this new Ram product, which is phenomenal. <laughs> That is like a
0: single-ply shirt. So if you want to get into Multiply, start there. It's, like 85 bucks. Yeah, $85. Titan. If you
1: get it direct from Titan, it's a uh, two-week lead time. They make it on their own. So it's uh, it's a great product. Um, the Slingshot also has, like, the three colors. They have the the black, the blue, and the, the red, I think. Yeah, different Or the yellow, the different stiffnesses. So Red and yellow is the same. Yeah, so the black is really, like... You know, aggressive. really aggressive. You can really overload. Um, it's great if you're going for, like, uh, one rep maxes. You can use it to alleviate stress on your shoulders and then go for your one rep max after that. And it's it's a great training tool.
0: Yeah, I like how uh, King Leo mentioned because his, his, he had some shoulder issues for a while. Uh, the slingshot is a way to kind of work around that, too, which I think is really valuable. If you're experiencing some shoulder issues, definitely do a slingshot because it allows you to go full range while you're still a bit tweaked up. Correct. And um, you can still get your benching in. Yes. So at least you're doing something there. And uh talking my my opinion on slingshot, if you're a raw lifter, really the only ones I like seeing in use is the blue ones because it doesn't take too much away from that bottom range. You still have to have a lot of strength down there, but it gives you just enough to have a good overload. I yep. think if you're a raw lifter and you're messing around with the black one and all that, you're getting so much deload to the bottom that it almost just becomes ridiculous and you're not. You know, <laughs> it's just fun at that point. Yeah, like, it's fun. You're not getting yeah. a training effect. You're just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think
2: it's super huge if you're used to the bodybuilding type benches you know, with mm-hmm. the elbows flared out, grinding oh, through yeah, the shoulders. It pull you in a little bit. It pulls yeah, you yeah. in and gets you a better groove. Yeah, yeah, it definitely
1: puts you in a, the slingshot definitely puts you in a better position, the appropriate position for benching, so to speak. Yes, and
0: on the flip side, uh, if you use poor positioning with a slingshot, that's where I don't really like it too because it sometimes will throw you up into your shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't know how to groove it right. It's, it's closer to a shirt groove than it is raw groove. For a shirt lifter love those things. Oh, boy, I think they're fantastic. I use them yeah. all the time. Like King Leo using the Titan Ram, definitely check that out. I think that's an awesome tool because now you don't have to get into a shirt, but you're getting almost the same effect, so you got to really groove that right. And King Leo is transitioning over, and we're going to talk about that a little bit, and it's helping him right now get... Familiar with what's going to happen in the shirt, like where to touch, how yep. to throw back, and yeah. whatnot. Something else. But before we get too much into that, um, I want to go back to the manual labor job thing. Do you think that helps or hurts you? I don't know if we got. You know, um, for me,
1: uh, and I feel like for most um, most guys that would lift, it, it definitely helps. I mean, it can fatigue you, um, like trying to get to the gym. But again, if you're you have goals and stuff. That little bit of fatigue, you toss that out the window, man. It, you you want to go to the gym, you want to lift. That's, that little bit of fatigue from the day is, is, is really nothing um, if you're trying to accomplish things. That's how I feel. So I think it really helps in overall strength. The fatigue thing you throw out the window, and I feel like we have an advantage of over people who just sit at a desk, so to speak.
2: And if you ever do end up having a day off... The day you go to the gym you feel like Superman. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> you get that rest day, it's, yep.
1: it's there's nothing like a rest day, that's for sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's great.
0: Most definitely. So you think that gives you
1: I think really it gives us edge. a little bit of an edge, you know, for overall strength. Um, but, you know, if you're powerlifting then technique is something else. The bracing, the core, yeah, you're getting yeah, all, all that stuff, yeah. That stuff around. Yep. And
0: you brought up a good point too, if you have goals. Compared to someone who's just going in, staying healthy, trying to lift, they're gonna have a really hard time because now they're fatigued. They're like, "Oh, I trained today," you know, they're moving stuff yeah. around. But if you're a powerlifter, you got specific goals of numbers you want to hit. You're not gonna let that type of stuff deter you. You're gonna be there. and You're gonna show up. Yeah, you, you gotta. Yeah. You know,
1: there should be fatigue should never be an excuse not to go to the gym.
0: Yeah, you would just you, you have numbers to hit. You get your ass in there, and, and you work towards it. So that's a really good point—is the motivation uh, involved there? I know for myself too. Uh, bench goals—I'll make sure I don't miss a bench session. Yep. you know, it's just what you do. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: uh, it's super important.
2: If yeah. we if we let ourselves, we can all find an excuse or reason not to go. You know, well,
1: so that's you, the thing. Yeah. And once you that's find right. one excuse, then it's let me have another one. Yep. Oh, I didn't feel like going today. Well, then every time you have that issue, you're just not going to want to go to the gym. So. You know, people always ask me. I always tell them, you know, there should be no reason for you not to go to the gym unless it's like you have an emergency. You know, just get to the gym, put your time in, fatigue or not, you fight through it. It's pretty amazing how many excuses we can come up. <laughs> yes, for, for sure. You know, oh you man, I'm stuck in traffic. I'm late. Man, just just get it done, you know. This I know when I'm late somewhere, hours. I'm
0: thinking of like 20 different excuses. <laughs> Shit, a plane flew by, and distracted me. I, I, missed <laughs> turn, I missed the turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything but you. So Yeah. Yep. Um, so, very good insight there. Speaking about benching at HQ... We got what a fire truck come about? The hell is this disturbance? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that
2: was a dump truck. You Savages. got construction down the road, man. Yeah.
0: Construction down the road. Oh. Yeah, they blocked that off. Anyway, so benching. Yep. This is the bench cast. Yeah, Let's it's get the bench to cast. Benching. So you came down a couple times now. Big benches HQ, where we are right now, the bench in yes. the headquarters. Yep. And you've been putting in some work. Yes, yeah, We good had place these these training nights called Boar blitzes where we're just trying to get on the board. We're li- lifting some big ass weights. Yep, uh, correct. Good time. We got a bunch of savages in here.
2: Only the strong survive yeah, on the thing. That's it, it.
0: And it doesn't even matter like what your strength's at if you're just coming in willing to bust ass. We're uh, we're getting after it. Yeah. So. Um, talk to us about the atmosphere and just like benching here with everyone i know i have a hell of a time it really takes me back to the to yeah, this is like lifting. uh
1: this is like almost like old school you know clanging the iron gyms and you know like an old school gold's gym it's heavy metal everybody's just clanging weights trying to hit pr's it it is it is ultimately one of the best atmospheres for lifting that i have probably ever been in
0: yeah this this isn't that big of a spot
1: no, doesn't need to be, you know, we're what? just benching. We have, a, we have a bench. Yep. We have we weight. We have a
0: bar. <laughs> and we have enough weights until I need another plate. I'm actually in the market for 100-pounders.
2: You can't fit another 45 on that we bar no, I'm dude.
0: at the point right now where I max this bar out. We need a new bar. We need 100-pounders. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my looking on list. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we have a really good time in here bunch of crazy dudes getting together the thing I like is we got some multiply stuff going on yes um, that's really fun especially as a shirt and lifter everyone's kind of getting into it bringing their shirts down um, I'm sure everyone in the neighborhoods like what the hell are these crazy dudes." <laughs> gonna... <laughs> yeah crazy, it's a real rage good time. Of music no yeah. shirts on but yep. uh, we have a good time so uh it just brings me back I'm having fun lifting again because the thing too with coaching is like you can't When you're when you're coaching, you're not always lifting with people, and oftentimes you just gotta squeeze in workouts where you can. And I really miss just having people around us all training together, getting after it. Um,
1: It's like-minded people having the same goals. It's just to lift heavy-ass weight. That's what it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's a really good time, Elvis. I think you made the board, or you got knocked. I think you got got knocked knocked off
2: off the the board. board. Only the strong survived, Benny. That's right.
0: Damn it! we got to get you back up there. Yep. You'll get back up there. Got
2: to throw a deadlift board up and we're good to go. <laughs> no, that's the thing. There
0: is no deadlift in the lab. There is nothing but strictly <laughs> benching and the big benches oh. HQ. Yeah, if you want a deadlift, you can go somewhere else. <laughs> that's about it. So, yeah, we have we have a great time over there. We're um, right here. So I want to talk a little bit about transitioning into Multiply. Yep. All right, you got the Titan Ram on. Yes. All right. How's that so far?
1: Um, different. Yeah, it's it's um, it's kind of prepping me for uh, when I get my shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, what does it feel? The weight
0: you haven't handled that weight in your hands yet, so you're getting new weight in your hands. Is it like a lot of pressure? It's uh, uh having a hard time. You said breathing. You having a hard time. The breathing's
1: a little different. Um, you know, as the weight gets heavier, the three man handy's a little different because everybody's a little. A little uncoordinated, so to speak. Very tough to coordinate that. Yeah. Especially in the beginning, you know, yeah. three new guys working yeah. together. So, you know, it comes down a little funny, but um, the bracing is super intense. Um, and then just lowering that weight, um, especially weight that you haven't really touched before, and just getting used to, you know, feeling things that are over four, or 500 pounds. Is, it's, it comes uh, down real slow. Right? Yeah, it comes down super slow. You almost have to force it down. Um and if you don't hit that groove, man, that bar's coming right for your throat. That's all I can say. Yeah, and
0: uh, that's kind of your welcome to the club moment. <laughs> yeah, that's the welcome to the club moment. We've
1: all been through that.
0: I've had some come crashing down near my neck on uh, safety pins. I actually had that one shirt explode. <laughs> well, that was pretty wild. Yeah, we tried um, to
1: take uh, 430 to a two board, and there was nothing there, and it just went, whoop, went right for the throat. Good thing it, for a three-man yeah, no. handy.
0: Yeah. Yep. yep. You had that little wake up. Yeah. I know Mellon, who was on the bench cast a couple of weeks ago. She and uh, the meat, no less. She was taking one almost right to the brain. Yep. Which yep. was uh, a little scary. I was I was kind of laid back because you, know, you know we <laughs> got good spotters there. Yeah, we got good spotters. It was kind of her welcome to the club. Yeah. So I was like, that's it, Melon. That was uh,
2: that was Big Lou right
0: there. That was Big Lou. Yeah, he came out of nowhere. That was like a dive save. Yeah. yeah. That was great. She could have got it up <laughs> I'm Pretty much sure she had. It. But um yeah, right now for you, it seems like um, you're hitting a good spot. But then you're, you're pressing straight up. You're not quite in that groove quite yet. Yeah, because not what's 100%. different from raw lifting, is, whereas I say it's a half V type deal. Well, if you go to the shirted lifting, now it's like a big ass half V. Yeah. Know, right. So now it's like a I don't even know like a.
1: That's almost like a yeah. Know. It's like like an angle like you this, really yeah. angle back, and yeah. you have
0: to get that going soon, like very quickly. You yeah. can't hang out down there in that bottom range. You gotta get that shit flying back because you're touching lower. You're, you're touching a little lower than you would to raw, whereas raw, I guess, would be more straight up and down. Yes. Not necessarily straight up and down, but you get the idea. Whereas now shirted, more of that. View. Yeah, more
1: of the V on the way back, mm-hmm. where where raw is is not necessarily hundred percent of the ninety, it's just a little bit back further.
0: Yeah, you get a slight angle back. Yeah, but that's that's really your thing. And once you get it down, I mean, who knows?
1: Who knows? You got that shirt coming in with your order. The Enzo uh, SVP. The in- yep, the Enzo shirt I ordered. So that's best be- shirt in the biz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Best we we I'm I'm the go big or go home guy, man. I don't I don't half ass anything. It's just the best.
0: Yeah, I was talking about that with Melon, how um, you know, there's, some people like to gradually get into it. I'm more of an all-in type of dude. I'm just like, if you're gonna do it, just do it. Dive right in. You
2: know
0: right what in. I mean? Mm-hmm. Dive right in. Don't worry about messing around. Single ply. Just just get right into it. Um, go right to the multi. Whatever you want to do, because you're gonna learn either way. My thing is like back in the day. You were just handed a shirt at a gym, and you're like, "Good luck." <laughs> so you either you sunk or swam. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you can learn it. You just have to have the right people around well, to that's teach the whole you. Thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. I don't like dipping my toes, and you might as well just go. Yeah, just head first. <laughs> might as well just go. So you got yourself a new shirt. Yes. I'm sure, you're pretty pumped about it. Yeah, that. it should
1: be uh should be here in a couple of weeks. So you yeah, we got to look forward to it. You got
0: me coming up. Yes, in uh, the sixteenth. Couple I of weeks. Couple something weeks. Something like that. Yes. And um, you're doing that raw.
1: Yes. You got some certain numbers in mind. Um, we'll see. Training's been a little off. You know, deadlift has been kind of crappy. But uh, you know, I have a six thirty-five dead. That's my nemesis right now. That I've missed twice, so I'm hoping to get that. Get that this time. Yep. Um, so the last meet that I that I that I did, um, I was just coming off my shoulder injury. So I only hit three fifteen on the bench, so I'm hoping to like really oh, smash will, that. Yeah, you will smash that one. And then um you know, the squad is uh it's kinda hit and miss sometimes. So I'm hoping to be somewhere over five hundred.
0: All right. So All right. real good, respectable numbers coming into June two weeks. Yep. I'm sure you're pumped about that. But that's um probably raw last raw meat. Well I shouldn't say last, but you're gonna be one injured.
1: of the one of the last raw meats. Um I wanna do an RPS <laughs> meat raw and then everything after that is going to be full gear you know we're going with transitioning into full gear so what inspired you to get into the gear um well and i always joke around about this but i'm like the old guy in the gym so you know i (laughs) like to
0: (laughs) one of the old one
1: of the old one of the older guys um (laughs) but uh in, in all seriousness it's uh you know, as we get older, we start to experience a little, the recovery time takes a little bit longer, um, you know, things start to ache and mm-hmm. I want to continue to lift, you know, well into my fifties and sixties. So this is, uh, a new venture for me. I started powerlifting late. So, uh, it's something else that I want to, I want to venture into.
0: All right. So. That's, that's a really good point. A lot of people, uh, maybe they start out raw, but as they get older, it's it's tough on your on your body to yeah. continue to stay raw and lift that heavy poundage. So one way to make sure that you keep yourself healthy and your numbers don't drop a lot is to get into the multiply game you yep. know, and uh, you know put on some of that gear. And it, if you know just to talk about it a little bit is if you're not sure exactly what that does is it takes a, a lot of um, the weight, if used correctly, obviously there's a lot of technique involved to maximize what you get out of it, but it can really take some of that pressure off your joints in the bottom range. Cause now some of the weight is getting dispersed into the tension of the suit. Uh, so say you're going down with a squat instead of really feeling it in your knees and granted, you know, you don't feel like a cup of sunshine after going <laughs> through a heavy lifting <laughs> session, a lot of pressure and shit, but it's different. Yeah. You're not going to get as much aches and pains everywhere. Um, For example, and uh, this isn't like multiply extreme, but I had something going on. One meet with my hip. um, It was really bothering me. I was wondering, man, am I going to be able to do this meet? I mean, all my raw squats are shitty. But I was transitioning into knee wraps. And just having the knee wrap, something to take some of that tension off, um, did not feel a hit whatsoever. It was like a completely different thing. Squat shot up like 70 pounds. Yep. So... Uh, just having that little bit of gear really takes the pressure off your joints.
1: Yeah, even for me, like I I was, when I first started with these guys, it was total raw. No, you know, you hardly a velcro. Raw, raw, raw as raw. He came in without clothes. That's how raw <laughs> King Leo was. I mean, when I first thought I had a velcro belt. I mean, the, the old school Valero velcro belt. I
0: think I offered wrist straps. He said, no. Raw. Yeah, raw. <laughs>
1: so uh, even buying um, elbow sleeves and knee sleeves just to keep everything together and just assist a little bit is is uh is a great thing so yeah so that's that's why you're doing it is to kind of prolong your lifting career especially with the bench you know i had uh i tore my rotator and my labrum um it took me about three four months to heal uh no surgery and you know i still feel it every now and then but you know the the shirt's going to definitively take a little bit of pressure off the shoulder
0: yes definitely will definitely will
1: It'll put pressure somewhere other places. That's okay. <laughs> Every, everywhere, everywhere me. else is healthy. You know, the shoulder is <laughs> yeah. the thing I gotta That's deal true. with. Um,
0: so. I'll tell you what got me into the Multiply is—it's it's not really any of that. It's totally different. Um, I just, want, I, I, interning at the gym. We had a lot of Multiply lifters,
1: freaking people with the cars <laughs> around here. Stupid exhaust. <laughs> speed. <laughs>
0: You'd think we're on a busy road with all yeah. the traffic we're getting. Fast and the Furious, yeah. So, um, I interned uh, at the gym, Gaggling on Strength, where I'm coaching now, you train at. Um, and all those guys back in the day, we were, it was like a lot of multiply lifters. And I didn't know anything coming in. And I was just seeing them lifting in these shirts and squat suits. And I thought it was pretty cool, piqued my interest a bit. But I had to build up kind of that base of strength of where I wanted to be raw first. And then I remember being at a meet. It was the Hartford Europa last year. They actually had it in Hartford, and it was such a great meet. We got so much samples, way better than Arlo, in my opinion. In Europa, you just you <laughs> gather bags and bags of samples. It was fun. But uh, I saw Vinny DiZenzo in the back. And that was actually me. He did 900. as big biggest multiply lift. And I just remember him moving massive amounts of weight in the back like nothing. And I, I just thought it was the coolest thing. So it was more like, this is really cool. Let me try it. And then I just I jumped right into it. And it's just the feeling of being in the shirt, having that weight over you, handling way more than you could ever handle raw, and just having to hit a groove. It's like going on a roller coaster for that extreme junkie or jumping out of an airplane.
1: No, I agree, yeah, it's, uh, you know, quite honestly, um, you know, you're not benching a thousand pounds without a shirt on, so no. you want to really move some weight, um, which is really one of my goals, is to just move some weight. You know, as, as a raw lifter, you can move weight, but if you want to move some really heavy stuff and challenge yourself, um, I feel like transitioning into um, geared lifting is the way to go.
0: And if you're into being technical in your lifts, nothing more technical than when you get into a shirt or any gear you know it's very precise grooves um you just have to nail everything you're doing or yeah. you taking, it to, the taking face. it to the face <laughs> you know so it, it's yep. just a whole new level of excitement um i don't even know how to scrap it's just it's just fun it's just fun you're yeah, trying not to pass yeah. out yeah you're trying not to you're like battling passing out and shit and yep. I, I always joke i'm going taking this weight for a ride and uh, that's how it feels for me. It's just like jumping on a roller coaster, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: it. It's um, it's just it's a it's a different feeling when you're doing something more than what you are capable of doing without anything on. It's just something else to feel that real heavy weight. Yep, it's the best way I can explain it.
2: We got uh, any action going on in the, in the gram here? We got uh, Billy for some uh, some direction uh, first meet experiences and stuff. Billy. Uh, all right. Billy, first Me experience,
0: we actually did a whole podcast on that, which uh, I'd like to turn you to if you go into the iTunes and leave a five-star review while you're there. Uh, <laughs> we did a whole podcast on first me uh, experience, which will be very, very valuable for you. Um, so please go check that out. Give it a listen. Uh, it is really going to help you out. We talked about all the mistakes that we made. Elvis had a horrible first meet. Awful can't do much worse than that so it'll make you feel good about yourself
1: <laughs> the biggest thing that um you got I can advice recommend, for him? yeah the biggest thing i can recommend is um for first meet experiences to remember um all the techniques that you learned and trained because in the heat of the event and wanting to just do your prs and lift your numbers um you forget technique so for example for me um i've now missed 635 on the deadlift twice and only because i've forgotten my technique. You know, you get tired, you're fatigued, um, it's towards the end of the meet. If you remember your training and your and your techniques you'll you'll be good. I'll give you something real
0: simple, Billy. Learn the calls that you have to have at the meet, train with the calls and open up which three rep max. Golden.
1: There you go. Short short term. There you go.
2: I would just say find one local and close to you so you don't have to add in the element of travel into your worries that day.
1: That's true. Yep, that's a good point. That's
0: true. So, there you go. There you go, Billy. <laughs> Check
2: out that
1: there you podcast, go,
0: though. So, uh, we got any more action there? Or no, Rounding it's that up. Rounding that up. All right, so we're going to round up with the king. One thing I wanted to ask the king while he's here, um, what would you say, 43? 43. So, older lifter extending his uh, training career. You know, which is actually in lifting, 40s, like, prime. I think Donnie Thompson hit the world record around that age. Okay. But he got into it a little later. Um, What's one piece of advice, something you could give to an older lifter just starting out? Like, they're not coming back from younger career. They're just starting out. Uh, Older lifter, you know, maybe they feel out of shape. they got some some
1: bumps and bruises. What Mm -hmm. would you say to them? Um, Biggest thing is going to be... core strength is is key for us older guys um i can't stress how much or how important that is and constantly stretching out you know shoulders and you know making sure that you're just kind of doing the right thing for your body everybody wants to lift everyone wants to go to the gym ego lifting is not a good thing you know lift within your means but the stretching and the core strength is is by far key even for younger lifters it's key for lifting keeping your body healthy yeah keeping yourself healthy i mean you can take all the supplements you want but you know at the end of the day you know you could just eat right hydrate stretch properly and no ego lifting and if you want to further your career find a really good gym and a good coach
0: do we have a king leo
1: recovery meal that's above them all or recovery shake um to be honest with you i actually this training cycle I stopped taking pretty much all of my supplements like I no protein I've just done everything with food um so for me like after a meat, I know this is gonna sound funny but body by taco baby (laughs) I love tacos you know um or I'll do pasta with meat sauce anything like that that's that's for me uh basic training you know I'll just go home and whatever's for dinner is for dinner I mean, I'm just trying to put calories on. I don't really... It's hard for me to gain weight, so I just kind of eat whatever, but, you know, eat the right foods. Don't eat junk food. That's good because um, there's a lot of shit out now. Yep. You're, you're
0: from the old school. I'm from the old school, King Leo. I like that old school mindset. Just eat shit,
1: train. Yeah. <laughs> sleep. Eat, 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 sleep, train, repeat. That's you know, it. That's you so don't simple, need to... That's it. You don't... All this protein stuff is, you know, it's kind of <laughs> a lot of it's mind over matter. You can... You can really get a lot of your protein based on you know the food that you're eating. I mean, I'm no nutritionist by far, but I mean, it's what works for me. And the diets today are outrageous. Yeah. Oh, go, all It's, all it's yeah. like fads at the feds. You
0: got vertical mm-hmm. diet going on. Um, <laughs> the freaking vegans. Yeah. Vegan, nothing against like the moral thing with the veganism, but everyone I seems like is going vegan, and um, you know nothing against it, but. Man, the skirt steak tastes so
1: good. <laughs> yeah, meat and potatoes, so you know, that's like the best thing. Meat, potatoes, fish, you know, stuff like that. That's that's what's you know. I find that protein for me personally, it bloats my stomach. Mm-hmm. So I don't need that. Yeah, so much crazy bullshit. Yeah.
2: Keto blew up. Keto,
0: Elvis was jumping on that for a little while. I don't know I what you're did saying. That for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were going no cards, I never right? jumped on the keto bandwagon. That's yeah, alright. Well, I know a lot of people oh, jumped on that. Now, it, you know, it comes down to
2: eat your food, take your naps. That's it. it I think it comes down to the, doing something that you're going to continue to do. Like, not just a week, not a month, but, like, several months down the line. In terms of Consistency. dieting. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. In terms yeah. of dieting, in terms of training, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Consistency key. is key. If you don't see yourself continuing that diet six months
2: in the future, hack it. <laughs> yeah. Or just modify it. Yeah. You know, just modify it. Got uh, one last good question for you, uh, probably sent off. But uh, Kimberly R. Haynes, is UK di- Kim, watching <laughs> the bench cast. What's the difference between wearing knee sleeves and wraps for squats? You want to answer
1: that, King Leo? Um, I don't really, I don't wear wraps yet. But my opinion would be, is that um, the sleeves are gonna, you know, keep everything compression together. It's going to give you a little bit of a boost, but um, from what my understanding of wraps are is that you're going to oh, be able like to lift it. a little bit more, get a bigger pop off the bottom yeah. end, and uh, therefore be able to lift more weight at that point. Yeah, um,
0: knee sleeves, like you said, a little bit of compression, something to make you feel more comfortable, free squat, and like that, raw. Um not a bad idea to have, especially because they're legal in competition. Yep. So throw on those sleeves, and, um, you know, it just gives you something. It gives you peace of mind. Uh, the knee wraps, totally different ball game. They are nothing like sleeves. Uh, if you use them correctly, I'm not one of those guys who's just going to lightly wrap my knees. You're talking trying to get the most out of your squat. Yep. You are cranking the hell out of those babies. They do not feel good at all, and it takes a very special type of mind to deal with the wraps. I actually if just ordered a pair. Yeah.
1: I just ordered the Inzer Black Beauty wraps. So if
0: you get in wraps, you have to be a savage and you gotta wanna lift as much weight as possible. <laughs> That's what I'm about. Right? Savage. I'm not into that light wrapping shit. If you're gonna wear wraps, we are gonna put them on and snap your knee off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so totally different ball game. Uh, yeah. just for most people, um, you know, get the sleeves on for now, and if you want to want to venture down that rabbit hole. Take the blue pill and uh,
1: get some Inzo yep. Black Beauties and Inzo Black Beauties.
0: That's it. Yep. Rap game. All right. Well, does that it. round us up?
2: Yeah, right about round us
0: up. All right. Awesome. So we want to thank the King. For hey, coming the King down was in the house to today, us. man. Thanks for having me. All right. It's, it's a good that's... time with
2: Electric Works.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Okay, so let's go over where we can find Electric Works. We got the official spelling
1: on this or what do we have that it's electric works without the o okay so at what electric e-l-e-c-t-r-i-c-w-r-k-s all right so if you enjoyed king leo you go give him a follow he just jumped
0: on the gram yeah man posted up some lifting vids from hq oh yeah
1: good times with the hq benching
0: and you know small arm leg strong Guy just does post anything.
2: <laughs> guy who's definitely posting more now. At
0: Small Arm Lake Strong. You got to check out his, his cold brew coffee. We're sampling some earlier. Good awesome stuff, stuff man. Oh, thank yeah, you. Great thank coffee. You. It's taken off. Great cold brew. I like the cold brew because more caffeine. <laughs> yeah. So it gets my thumbs up. Yep. And you know where to find us. Go on to YouTube. If you're watching, you're already there. Give us a subscribe. Um, check out the iTunes podcast. Leave a five-star review. We really appreciate it. And it gets uh, the rankings up. Also at Bench and Benny for my personal Instagram. And then you can follow our uh, Big Benches on Instagram at at Big Benches. All right. So give us a subscribe, follow, all that. All right. Yeah, man. This has been The Bench Guest. (laughs)